And we are live. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. First episode of the Soul of San Diego podcast. We have Chris and Austin on here. We're gonna do a little bit of an introduction just so you guys know, you know who's, who's talking on here. Um, I'm Andrew, I'm the marketing uh, and social media manager for Soul of San Diego. Um, super excited to do this podcast with you guys. Thanks for hopping on. Uh, we have Haley to my right here. And my co-host. Hey, I'm Haley. I'm the leasing manager for Soul San Diego and also Andrew's co-host for the podcast. Also very excited to get this started. I am Austin Campbell. Uh, the, uh, you know, lack of better title terms, the uh, managing partner of Soul San Diego, the franchisee, along with my uh, father, Nick, and brother, Jeremy. What's going on, guys? My name is Chris Gonzalez. I am the GM of Soul San Diego. Awesome. So uh, kind of kicking off uh, the podcast, how do you guys know each other? I mean, how'd you guys first meet? What was the first introduction? I'll let Austin start that off. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we were, uh, we just opened Sola, probably six months after opening Sola in Encinitas. And um, when everyone was first moving in, uh, the parking was open and easy, but um, uh, but it was pretty obvious that it was going to get bad at some point because there's a lot of empty spaces there. And um and I told everybody when they're moving in that we would do something about it. We'd get valet, we'd figure out some parking, we'd do something once it got bad. And about probably six, or probably about a year, year or two after opening. When was that, Chris? We met you? Oh, like man. eight years ago? Probably about eight years ago. Sounds about right. And I think uh, the salon in Encinitas is about nine years old. So it's probably about a year in when it, uh, you know, the parking lot got brutal. And um, a woman named Kim, that was one of the first people to move in there who we loved to death. She's since moved to Florida, but uh, she came into the break room when I was in there chatting with some people and just lit me up um, <laughs> saying, you told, you told us that you would fix this parking if it got bad. And um, I said, you're right. I did say that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we got, and that's what I love about her. She always shoots you straight. And she was an uh, awesome part of Sola for a while. Um, like I said, we miss her. But um, she came in and said that, and I said, yeah, we got to do something about it. And so we reached out to the landlord, and they um, got us in touch with the valet parking company. And Chris had just graduated college, uh, was, you know, figuring out, I assume, what the next step with life was and trying to make it, you know, make a run at it here in San Diego where he went to college. And then he was assigned to that job as the guy to handle our lot for, um, you know, for the first year or so. Um, we tried to get the landlord to pay for it. They told us to get lost. It's not a problem. <laughs> we, never, we never agreed to that. So we said, screw it. We just got to pay for it and, and do it ourselves. But that's who they recommended. Yeah. So that's how I met Chris. Yeah, that was a cool experience. Um, we had no idea what I was going to be doing, you know, work for a salon, basically. But uh, yeah, that lot was definitely packed. Um, made some pretty good tips there. And you know, obviously made some good friends, Kim being one of them. And, you know, it was like a, it was uh, yeah, definitely a cool experience meeting and actually getting to know all those solo professionalists, some pretty cool people. Um, and yeah, obviously got to meet Austin as well. Um, so yeah, it was uh, still trying to figure out life, like Austin said. And uh, yeah, and, uh, it worked out for me. Did, didn't, I, didn't I hear the part where like you were valet parking and then Austin was like, hey, I got a like a something I have to fix in the salon. Are you handy or something like that? Like, is that how that that's, went? That's kind of how it started. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then at the time, we would collect quarters out of these, uh, <laughs> out of the washer and dryer units. 
Uh, now we have credit cards and we have a company that kind of maintains them and handles all the payments. But I'd have to collect those quarters every month or so, which is a pain in the butt to deal with. And that's a whole other conversation. But I would uh, I would go cash in those quarters and just give Chris, you know, cash and, hey, you know, can you kind of help manage the salon and do this and do that? Take a look at this leak or, you know, go check on and so-and-so said that it's too hot or too cold. So it's sort of organically and naturally progressed kind of into a... Uh, you know, a management kind of property management role. Now you said you, you turned those quarters into cash, right? You didn't just give him like a bag of quarters for his duty. I think, I think a couple of times I might have given okay, him okay. quarters. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, when you're dealing Love with quarters, them. yeah, it's, uh, banks don't take them. You have to put them in rolls and it's just a freaking nightmare. And those are the early days where Chris and I would have to collect quarters uh, from, these, um, from these machines. And then you could either put them manually into sleeves to deposit in your bank account, or you had to um, just put them in one of those machines in the grocery store, yeah. literally putting hundreds and hundreds oh, of yeah, dollars. Oh, yeah, I do them. remember so those. Loud. I wonder if those are still there. The grocery store, like coin stars or whatever. Coin stars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like 12%, though. So. <laughs> but, you know, you didn't have a lot of options. But, yeah, um, but yeah, and so Chris took over uh, kind of managing, just kind of, like I said, organically kind of managing helping manage that salon. And we had, I think that was our fourth salon to open. I think we had five or six open at that point. And that was just me running everything. And I was doing the accounting, bookkeeping, the property management. Back in the early years, I'd paint the studios myself when people moved in, but um, but I needed help. And, and so Chris was taking over, um, you know, helping manage that location. And then on the days where it wasn't valet parking, then we, Asked him if he wanted to work for us on those two days a week, things Monday, Friday. Yeah, yeah, I still remember uh, a couple times you asked me you know, after my shift, hey, you wanna go grab a beer? And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I wanna stay focused, I wanna go to the gym, you know, get a, get a workout in, you know, just stay focused. I didn't wanna start. You don't do that anymore. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I do remember now, I'm like, man, I wish I would have just, you know, took his offer the first time. Could have been working for Solo a long, long, long time ago. ago. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, a customer service side, you know, where, you know, we, you know, with the Encinitas crew, anytime they needed like some curtain hung or, you know, they had a problem with, you know, plumbing or anything like that, I just try to be as helpful as possible can because I knew Austin was running around, he was still doing the mail. Like he said, the quarters, that is not an easy task, especially when you have four or five locations, uh, time is money. And yeah, so uh, just like, you know, just trying to help out as Speaking of that, what number solo was Encinitas and then your role prior to meeting Chris? What was my role? Yeah. It was, yeah uh, so you Inc- did everything. I did everything. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, uh, so Encinitas was number four, La Jolla was first, then we had Mission Valley, then Fashion Valley, then Encinitas, then Carlsbad, uh, then Curly Mesa, and San Marcos, um, I believe. And then, uh, so those were the first six. And then um, my role was everything. I mean, I was, <laughs> I, I love was, the story. I was, I was leasing studios. I was the plumber. I was the leasing manager. Uh, the marketing manager, Sola, um, did not definitely San Diego did not have any social media at that yeah, point. Right. So that was maybe a, MySpace, right? Was a, yeah. Not even, yeah. I never got a MySpace myself. So I don't even know about, about that. But, Painter. Painter, yeah, I paint studios. I would um, do all the accounting, bookkeeping, which was a nightmare, which is not my um, 
not my favorite thing to do by, by any stretch. I'd rather plunge a toilet, I think. Yeah. Than, uh, than you're also the party camera. host, right? Like you, yeah. Party host. yeah, those days. Um, yeah, solo was, you know, still really early and, and it was all about just hosting happy hours and, and parties just constantly. So we we're always having, you know, happy hours and social gatherings for, for people, which was fun. Um, if, you know, I, I kind of look back on it. If, if somebody walked into a uh, solo San Diego in the early days party, and this is still true about a party with the belly up, but you wouldn't think that all these people are kind of work associates or work friends or whatever that yeah. true friends and, and people would definitely, you know, tie one on, you know, <laughs> I think that was before Uber. So you catch a cat and catch a cat, catch a cat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, those early days, uh, um, it was all me. And that's why, you know, meeting Chris was uh, such a blessing. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, I don't know where it would have led us if, if we hadn't met. Yeah, no, it was, it was awesome. I think uh, you guys had just, my first day on the job, we, I broke ground at Curry Mesa. That's right, yeah. And then Al Cajon uh, was just finalized, was built, and we signed up uh, Jessica and Levon. That was the first time I got yeah. to see all the paperwork and everything done that way. Um, and I already knew I was going to love it based off meeting Jessica and Levon. They're, they're awesome. They're still with us at Al Cajon to this day. Um, but yeah, yeah, and I saw, you know, I can get into this. I can, yeah. And I had such a great relationship with not only Austin, but the Encinitas crew, you know, that seemed already like family. And yeah. they were so pumped uh, that I was jumping on board full time. Uh, now they were a little, uh, you know, I, I still say like uh, sad that they were not going to see me on a daily basis. Yeah, that was definitely a transition. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they got spoiled. Because <laughs> so, so I think Chris was uh, obviously valet parking, doing management, but also, uh, you know, a bit of a talk therapist. I think a lot of, a yeah. lot of our folks there, you know, just like a lot of our professionals are therapists to their clients. You right. Know, mm -hmm. Same sort of thing. It became really good friends, a lot of the folks there. And then when Chris really started working with us and, and spent his time at other salons as well, there was a little bit of transition there, I'd say, to for them to just kind of share um, share Chris with the rest of the salons. Yeah, right. You mean this guy's not going to park my car and then come Forever. and say hi and yeah. so I can tell him all the yeah. stories anymore? And yeah. hold the this door for me and, and <laughs> yeah. if I'm having a bad day, grab me a Starbucks. Yeah, right. You know, and, uh, we still try to do that for sure around the around you know, our salons, but um, you know, they definitely got uh, you know full attention that that first year or so. Yeah, yeah. And so a little bit of more time on my hands so I can make that stuff happen. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So, um, what do you guys like? Do you have any like funny stories for us? I don't know. Like, um, yeah, I have. I have some, you know, funny stories from what's that? <laughs> I said over the years. Over the years, especially the early years. I mean, the uh, so kind of how Sola San Diego originally came to be is um, I graduated college in Colorado, moved to LA uh, without a job, just my Jetta packed up full of clothes, and and um, Moved out with a, my girlfriend at the time and stayed with her temporarily. That went poorly, so um, had to get my own place. <laughs> um, and then moved in with a buddy of mine from grade school. Worked at Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Uh, was one of those management trainees that just, you know, answered the phone saying, you know, thanks for calling Enterprise Rent-A-Car. This is Austin. I'll pick you up. How can I help you today? <laughs> you <laughs> still got that. You still got that. Yeah. That's ingrained that. in your brain. Uh, <laughs> you said it a thousand times, probably. That's probably... Uh, 
in, uh, enterprise, I think, wanted it ingrained in your brain. Yeah. But um, it was a good experience. Actually, through that is how I met my wife. So it was great. But I knew I didn't want to do that very long. And um, I called my uncle, Stratton Smith, who was the founder of Sola, um, and said, you know, what's up with the salon thing? I think there was about four open um, nationally, one in Wichita, Kansas, one or two in uh, Colorado where it started. And then I think one in Kansas City and one in Atlanta. And I said, you know, what's this all about? And I said, yeah, this is kind of, you know, it's executive suites concept, but for the beauty industry. And I said, well, sounds a lot more interesting than renting cars. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, you know, why don't I uh, give it a shot? You know, and then he and my dad and, and my father, Nick, his brother-in-law is obviously a Stratton. And he, uh, he said, well, you know, you need money to open one of these. And at the time, I didn't even think I'd technically owned my mattress outright. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wait, he's my uncle. I still like, paying off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was still paying Family off. discount? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's, yeah. Was, you know, they they helped us get going, but, you know, the building the soul ain't cheap. And so, um, so my father, Nick, said, you know, we need some money. And I said, well, you know, well, I got nothing. Like, so I'm still paying off my mattress. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do own my car, my Jetta, but that's about it. Um, and so we started, I was in, living in LA, we started looking around Los Angeles for locations that was too just big of a market. We looked in Santa Barbara, it was kind of too boutique of a market. We looked Orange County, didn't find anything, and a lot of friends down in San Diego. <clears throat> and um, we found, long story short, through a friend of a friend, there's a broker, found this little space, which became Sol La Jolla. And um, met the landlord who's still to this day, is a friend of mine, a bit of a mentor. I actually lunched with him a couple of days ago. Um, and we reached out. He thought we were crazy trying to open this type of business in there, but he had had terrible luck renting it over the years. And, you know, they gave us, um, you know, not the best deal, but a deal. Uh, and, and so we opened that first salon in 2006, I believe. Um, and I would call my uncle Stratton. He had a business partner named Matt Brigger, you know, saying, hey, how do I... How do I build one of these? Who do I hire to design it? Who do I, who do I hire to build it? And it's pretty much like, hey man, you got to figure that out on your own. And uh, we figured it out. Obviously, a lot, you know, that we learned. But um, you know, it was not, it's not easy. But it's quite the experience, that's for sure. Mm-hmm.